Bonjour. You're listening to the Living Well podcast. In this podcast, I will be taking you on my amazing journey to living well. I will be teaching you how to manage your mind as well as giving you the nutritional secrets I learned growing up in Paris. My goal is to help you achieve mind and body balance and to show you what is truly possible for you in your life. I am excited to share it all with you. I'm Carol, your host, Certified Life and Weight Coach. Welcome to the Living Well Podcast. Bonjour tout le monde. Hello everybody. So this week was a bit of a sad week for me and I think for us women in general. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, one of my greatest inspirations, left us last Friday after a long uh, battle with pancreatic cancer. She was truly one of my heroes. She taught, I think, so many of us lessons about um, the importance of knowing our value and our purpose in life. Um, she also taught us about not letting any obstacles become barriers to our success. And I think that also she taught us that with courage and determination and the right beliefs, you can truly change your life's trajectory and make a difference in the world. And so from Ruth Bader Ginsburg's legacy, I feel that there are so many topics that I, you know, could be speaking about today from, you know, ambition to the process of change to how to solve any problem and so many more. But I'm choosing to talk to you about why sometimes we are not taking action and what we can do to switch our actions from procrastination to proactivation. This is truly a topic that I feel concern everyone. All of my clients, um, it's a big part, you know, in the work um, that we do on weight loss, um, but also all of us at one point or another for sure. And so I feel that this is going to be very informative and um, of great help for you to your goals, no matter what your goals are. So let's start by first defining what procrastination mean. Procrastination comes from the verb to procrastinate. And to procrastinate means to delay or to postpone something to a later time. The opposite of procrastination, my master coach Brooke Castillo calls it proactivation, which means causing something to happen on purpose versus just reacting to the thing. I have mentioned to you before the concept of taking massive actions versus taking passive actions, which is a topic I will for sure address in more details in a future episode. But just briefly for now, Massive actions are actions that you continue to take until you hit your goal, no matter what obstacle stands in your way. No stopping for any reason until you get to your goal, which I think that's basically the line of conduct our late justice, notorious RGB, took throughout her life. Passive actions are all the things 
that you do in preparation for action. So all of the studying, all of the courses you take and the listening to, you know, podcasts and this and that and the practicing and the reading, all of that. And they all feel like action, but they actually have to do with consumption. You're not actually doing something versus massive action when you are actually creating something. So why is procrastination a problem? I mean, we actually have the choice. We can be productive or we don't have to be productive. So if we are someone who prefers to wait for the signal of, you know, the stars to be aligned for us to do the things, then procrastination is not a problem. It's just part of the process of the way you do things. And that's very okay. But if, on the other hand, you feel you want to accomplish a certain task or a project or to create things in your life, a new business, losing weight to prioritize your health or even write a book or find the men of your dreams, but that you feel there is some sort of outside force that's keeping you away from doing it and a sort of pattern and and a tendency that you have to fill that time for that project with other things that are a lot less important, less urgent, but probably easier, more relaxing and more fun, then that's where procrastination becomes a problem because it keeps you stuck. And so you either do nothing, right? You stay in apathy or you, you know, and, and, and while you're in apathy, you binge on Netflix, maybe while eating taffies. Or you run in every direction except in the right direction and you're totally agitated and overwhelmed instead of staying focused and on track. So at the end of the day, either way, whether you stay in apathy or whether you're super agitated, you're still at square one. So procrastination means not getting to your goals. So in a way, it's an action that could kind of be seen as the dream's robber, right? Because it's not letting you achieve your dreams, achieve your goals. And so from that place of doing everything else but what's important, then you feel guilty, you feel stressed out. Sometimes you even feel ashamed because maybe you overate to try compensating for your inactions and you feel frustration, And yet, none of that guilt and judgmental criticism will help you move forward and closer to that dream that you have. Procrastination touches everyone at different levels. It's definitely something that I also myself struggle with and and that from time to time I need to be mindful of. When we start something new, we are usually motivated and super excited. Unfortunately, the minute that it requires a lot, you know, a little more effort, we tend to give up and we tend to find ways to procrastinate quite easily. But I have a good news for you. And the good news is about procrastination is that it's not something that comes from the outside, right? It's not the flu. It's not a storm. It's not you know, the presidential elections, it's whatever, it's, you know, it's not external. It's an action that you take 
when you feel a certain feeling. And feelings, as you might remember, come from one thing. The thought you have about the circumstance in your life. The thought you have about doing laundry or the thought you have about losing weight. Those are what those thoughts about, you know, laundry, losing weight or writing a book are what creates a feeling. And then the, the, the feeling that you have from the thought, they create an action and a result in your life. If you're not familiar yet with the model, the self-coaching model, I recommend you go back to my episode number four called the self-coaching model. Uh, I'm going to give you just, you know, a little background on it now in a nutshell. But if you want to hear a bit more about it in detail, I really, really recommend you go back to episode number four. So the model has five lines, right? Five components. C, the letter C is sets for circumstances. Okay. The circumstances, meaning the facts in your life, the facts, the actual, you know, factual events in your life. Then T is for thought, the thought you have about that event, that circumstance in your life. F stands for the feeling that you feel when you think that thought. And A stands for the actions that you take or don't take from the feeling or from feeling that particular feeling. And then R stands for the results that you create from your actions. So the model is C-T-F-A-R. Circumstance, thought, feeling, action, result. Your thoughts that you have about a circumstance create a feeling and that feeling creates action or inaction. And from there, it creates the result in your life. So where does procrastination go onto the model? It goes in the A line, in your action line. It comes from a thought you have about the circumstance in your life, which then creates the emotion which leads you to act or not to act. And so the great news is that you can, in fact, regain control completely over procrastination by simply being aware of your thoughts that will ultimately drive the emotion and the action and changing that thought is the one thing you can do to drive a different emotion and drive a different action than procrastination. So if you become more conscious of the mechanism of, you know, thought, feeling, action that's playing in your mind and in your body, then you can truly start realizing that if you want to change and stop procrastinating and become more efficient in the things that you want to accomplish and get done, it is 100% in your hand, it is 100% doable, it is 100% in your control. All it requires is for you to practice thinking a different thought, which will create a different emotion, a more motivating emotion, which will help drive massive action instead of passive action to help you get unstuck. So let's take a simple example. One of my clients, she has a beautiful walk-in closet, but it's been a mess for a while. The clean laundry is piling up. And even though she would love to be able to find her clothes more easily and have a tidier, nicer space again, she's been postponing it every week. Watching the phone, sitting on the sofa, watching Netflix, it's all a bit more appealing than, you know, reorganizing a whole closet. So why isn't she getting it done? Well, she thinks it's because of the workload that she has, 
that she has no time, that it's too tedious. So how can she take action? By changing the thoughts that are keeping her stuck to thoughts that will be more freeing, that will be driving her to act upon what she needs to get done. So she needs to find a thought that serves her better, that she can then practice on purpose every time something a bit boring, you know, comes up on her to-do list. A new thought for her could be, yes, it's a bit boring and tedious to organize my, you know, messy closet, but wow, it's going to feel amazing when I, once I'll get it done. And it's even going to save me time when I get dressed in the morning. These new thoughts are going to, you know, help her um, feel more motivated. And from feeling more motivated, she will act towards proactivation rather than staying in procrastination. I want you to notice that your brain will want to favor things that bring you immediate gratification. And they will want to um, have you go to the easy, more fun thing to do. And surely it's going to feel more gratifying to look at pictures on Instagram, you know, rather than focusing on reorganizing your closet. So for the things we don't care to do, this is what I recommend. I recommend that in addition to changing your initial thoughts, so you do that, you change, you find a greater thoughts that's going to drive you to uh, action, but also you find a way to trick your brain by adding an immediate gratification to your task. So ask yourself, for example, how can I make this activity more fun and more uh, rewarding, more gratifying for me um, instantly? So if we stick to our example, tidying, you know, her closet, she can think, well, it's not such a bad thing to do after all. I could catch up with a friend on the phone, you know, put her on speaker while I, you know, tidy the closet. I can listen to my favorite podcast. Time will go faster and I will feed my brain and my heart at the same time. There goes immediate gratification. Like, you know, she can put on music, do a little dance. Like there's something, you know, fun to add to the tedious task. This was an example that, you know, applied to things we don't care much to do. Another example of procrastination applies to things that we don't do because they feel impossible, because they feel too hard, too challenging, or too long to accomplish. And we, you know, we feel discouraged before we've even started. For example, you want to lose weight. You've tried every diet possible. And when you lost your weight, you've always gained it back. It just feels impossible to achieve long-term and pointless. So now let's look at our model. So you're in your sea line, you have losing weight. Your thought about it is it's impossible to do. I already failed so many times. I've tried it all. I'll never get there. Your feeling is you feel defeated before you even begin. And then you're on your A-line. You have inaction because you don't even know where to begin or what new thing to try to make it work. And so you don't do anything. The result for you is that uh, losing weight is hard to do. And you don't move forward with your weight loss. So I want you to remember 
that you can usually find much greater answers when you are actually in the action rather than when you stay in the overthinking of all the details and all the steps and all the obstacles and, you know, because that usually just creates a lot of overwhelm. So from the thought, it's impossible to do, I already tried everything and failed so many times, you tell yourself, I can just take it, take it one step at a time. I can find a good coach. I can follow the plan and I can just take it one pound at a time. And from that thought, you get rid of the overwhelm and you start putting all the chances on your side to really learn how to lose your weight for the last time. You set one smaller goal at a time with, you know, that gratification that the brain is looking for, you know, there, because you're already going to start feeling so much better when you get rid of, you know, inflammation and when you get rid of the bloating and when you get rid of certain pain. And, you know, there's so much that you're going to start feeling gratification from right away. And you can really adapt this method to every situation in your life. It doesn't have to just be weight loss. Um, and so whether it's, you know, you're having to homeschool your kids and be, you know, a teacher for a while, or you have to present a big project at work or to a client, or you want to find the love of your life or embark on a, you know, sporting career, an event, whatever, it's, you know, it's the same, um, it's the same um, process, you know, of, of really um, looking at your thoughts and changing to a thought that serves you better, that will drive a feeling, that will drive you to act. The last example I want to give you is when procrastination is motivated by the feeling of fear. When you feel that there is a risk of failure to the dream, to the project, to the thing you want to do. And because your brain's main function is to protect you from risks and failure, it's going to deploy a sort of avoidance mechanism. It's going to want to protect you from the risk of, you know, being disappointed because maybe it didn't work right away and and from all the stress. I'll give you a personal example. I'm in the process of writing a book about my unique method of losing weight. It's on my calendar to find at least 20 minutes every day to write, um, you know, to progress in the writing of my book. Yet it hardly ever happens, those 20 minutes. You'd think, you know, I mean, yes, I'm very busy between my work, my kids and everything else, but you'd think, you know, it's on my calendar that I could find, you know, make it happen. Like it's there. I have 20 minutes, but I'm not making it happen a lot of the, a lot of the time. My brain thinks, you know, oh, it's so hard to write a book or people who write books don't write books during a pandemic year with kids 24 seven at home for months on end. Or maybe these authors don't have kids. Or maybe they have a greater support system than I do. Or I think, you know, I go to other kind of thoughts like, who am I to pretend that I can be an author and a successful author? How will I even, you know, travel in, in these kind of times to, to even promote my book? And I go to, you know, all sorts of thoughts. So basically, my brain is trying to find all the justifications why writing a book is a scary task. So from feeling afraid of the task, I think about writing the book, but I don't make it to writing the book. I signed up for a bestseller course, which I did not finish yet. I document myself a lot on, you know, publishing and self-publishing and whatever. 
So basically, I procrastinate. You know, I stay in passive action. But I don't do the main task, which is writing the book. The rule is simple. And I want you to remember that. If something does not challenge you, it will not change you. So if I want to share my amazing method with the world, I have to be willing to step out of my comfort zone and I have to be willing to be afraid of what's next. I have, you know, discomfort and doubts are all part of a creative process. So yes, there is a risk and yes, there is the unknown, but writing is like a sport. It's by practicing it that you get better at it. And like most things, it's by practicing that we get better at it. So at one point, taking a risk or a chance is necessary for growth. Thinking these new thoughts, I can already feel, will help me generate courage and more determination to get good at honoring my 20 minute a day instead of procrastinating with other less important things uh, or funner things because of the fear and the doubts, which in reality are all lies that are created by my, you know, inner ego and primitive brain to supposedly, you know, try protecting me or staying me in what I know and in what feels more, you know, comfortable. So how do you go from procrastination to proactivation? You change your thoughts. When there is something important that you have to do and you keep postponing it, try and be curious of the emotion that you're feeling in those moments that you are postponing it. What is it? Is it discouragement? Is it overwhelm? Is it confusion? Is it anxiety? Is it fear? Identify the thought that is creating that emotion for you. What are you thinking when you're not, um, you know, you're not um, moving to action? What, what is stopping you? And then, like we did earlier, I want you to create a model. Feel free to email me your models. You know, you don't have to have everything perfect. Send me your, your models. I'll gladly correct them for you and help you with your new thoughts. So you write your C, right? You write your circumstance, whatever the thing it is, you're, you know, the project, the thing you're trying to accomplish. And then you write on your T line, you write the thought that you have about it. The feeling you feel when you have that thought goes to the F line. That's for your feeling. And on the action line, you will write procrastination because that's what you're doing instead of acting. And your result, you will know it's correct because when your result generally proves your thought right. So your next step is to then decide the feeling you would need to drive the action you want to take instead of going on, you know, Instagram. Let's say courage and motivation instead of overwhelm and discouragement. Now you find the thought that will generate courage and motivation. What thought do you not do you need to think to feel, you know, courageous and motivated and determined instead of, you know, the thoughts that are leaving you in overwhelmed and discouragement and defeated. I guarantee you that once you have changed your thought to the more purposeful thought, the action will follow. It works every time. Once you have, um, once you have that thought, then you write it down. And next time procrastination comes, you practice using that new thought instead. 
And that's how you will reprogram your thought process and get more productive at the things you want to create in your life. So decide the feeling you need to drive the action you want to take. Find the thought to think about um, about that, you know, find the thought to think, for you to think about that will create that feeling of taking proactivation and massive action. And again, I guarantee you the action will follow. So you connect with the feeling and you find a thought that is going to drive that feeling. Voila, mes amis, I hope you have found this episode useful. Again, don't hesitate to reach out to let me know if anything is confusing or if there's, you know, if you want to send me your models, this is great. Um, send it to me via email, carathelifecoach at gmail.com. Um, and go live your best lives, you know. And remember, if you or anyone you know are struggling right now with your weight or with your health or with any other issues in your life, Go and book your free private uh, Zoom session with me. Again, it's free and it's super powerful. It can truly be life-changing. So don't hesitate. It's for you and it's a gift. And now there's no better time than now to take advantage of it. So go go for it. Um, you can find the links uh, on my website, carolthelifecoach.com. All the links are there on the, you know, my calendar is right there on the homepage. I wish you a great weekend and I look forward to talking to you here next week. Be well and stay healthy, stay well. Thank you. Ciao, ciao. To work with me, please sign up for your free session on my calendar at www.calendly.com forward slash Cara the Life Coach. You can find the link in my bio. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to it on iTunes and share it with your friends. And together, let's learn to live well and help change the world one person at a time.